Amen. So the message is real, isn't it? And churches across the nation are taking time out tonight to pray for our nation. And if we uh, fail to do that, we don't have a whole lot left. We do have the promise of God. Text is from Psalms 33 for these next few minutes, starting in verse number 10. As a nation, uh, we have been blessed, America, and our peace and our environment is the envy of the world. And the single most important focus that we derive from that is God's favor on our country. America is a result of our early forefathers' hunger for government to be ruled by the people and for the people. And a nation to be able to seek God on a personal level without governmental interference. But as Americans, I think as Christians, Christian Americans, we also know that we have wavered as a nation from our original intent as it relates to God's Word. And I want to remind us of just a few things that when we go to prayer in, in a few minutes, number one is there's only one God. Say amen. amen. Only one God. David, the Psalms 33, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. We know that in the beginning, it was the desire of mankind and our early forefathers to have the liberty to talk to God, to seek God. It was always God's desire and the creation of man so that man would, in fact, fellowship and worship with God. Of course, to do, do that, we know that it was the intent to allow the opportunity for individuals to seek God as we know it, but also a diverse faith. That's why that our pledge, a portion, is one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. David, in our text, says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, which means happy is the nation where God Jehovah is the spiritual passion of the people. Way back in Exodus, in that time of deliverance, we find these words in chapter 20, verse number 1, and God spoke all these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. And out of the land of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or earth beneath or the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, I am a jealous God, punishing the children for their sin of their failures. Get this, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing love to the a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. What a disparity. He said, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. And let me just give you a little peek in. When you hear, hear people use the name of God in a slang, you're dealing with serious business, my friend. We are reminded in that text that his love has the power to deliver us from evil. We are reminded that we should worship no other God. And you might say, well, I don't have an idol, but there are a lot of things in our life that can get in the way and cause us to lose our focus from God, his church, and what is right as it relates to honoring God. God is a jealous God. 
He wants no other, nothing before Him. And He will deliberately judge those who abuse His love. And we are told that not to abuse or misuse, as I mentioned, His precious name. In America, we have become comfortable with being tolerant with spiritual apathy. As a nation, we should reach and always preach the truth of God. We ought to be able with full confidence to teach why we believe what we believe and not just say Jesus is the way. We should quickly defend our faith and defend our Christian testimony. And by all means, the power behind all the actions that we do, we should absolutely pray and be able to tell the truth and declare the truth. The first commandment, which is foundational to all freedom is, I am the Lord thy God, and you shall have no other gods before me. Only one God, his name is God Jehovah, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the Holy Spirit, our joy and comfort. And in every scriptural case where a nation strayed away from God, their downfall and judgment followed rather quickly. Number two, Spirit is better than strength. Psalms 33, 16, no king is saved by the size of his army, and no warrior escapes by his great strength. David humbles us by reminding us of the greatness and the power of God. His word spoke the heavens into place. His hand controls the sea. His word spoke the earth into existence. He foils the plans of the wicked, and his counsel has never failed. Yet we know that in spite of these truths, we as a nation like Israel have forgotten the most powerful resource available to us, and it is the power and presence of the Spirit of God and the power of prayer. We must be reminded, it is not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. We understand that. But by our actions, we have squelched opportunities for God's to be experienced in the lives of students. For example, we have stopped and allowed prayer to be stopped in schools, restricted Bible reading. Abraham Lincoln said the philosophy of a schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. We know that we removed the Ten Commandments from display. We know that we've compromised the truth of God's Word to serve any God. We've fallen away from teaching a gospel of righteousness and holiness. We have become ashamed of mentioning godliness. We've lost our boldness to stand for what truth is. We've allowed that which is socially acceptable instead of obeying the Scripture. And here it is. In several schools right here in our county, now baccalaureate services are not being held. And in one school, we asked why. They said, well, the students said they did not want it. No parent was asked. No advice or counsel from mom and dad. The students said, we don't want it. Let me tell you something, friend. If you let your student rule your house and rule your commitment to raising that child in the fear and admonition to God, you're going to raise a student that will be lost in the hallways of darkness in their life. And we as a church have the power to see that changed. Because of that, our prisons are full. Our youth are rebelling against parents and substance abuse is frightening. And here's one that we deal with far too often. 
Suicide among young people is on the increase. How sad is that? We have more strength in America than ever. Our military strength is strong financially, strong, a lot of debt, but economy's doing better, technological advantages, communication strength, opportunities abounding for all. As a matter of fact, watch how technology advances. Because when it gets to the place, of course, in technology and the phone systems and and security systems today, we are etching closer and closer to fulfilling an easy ride for the Antichrist when he comes and develops in our culture that Antichrist spirit. It'll be a cinch, a cinch with the way that we're moving in technology. Well, are you saying stop? No, I'm just saying that's a great warning to all of us. What we must have, if you agree, say amen, is the power of the Holy Spirit in our nation. It is not too late. We need to seek God, turn from our wicked way, and cry, revive us again, O Lord. For that to take place, we have to be serious about the power of prayer. We have to believe when we pray, God answers prayer. We have to know that God doesn't need 2,000 people praying. If one person prays with a sincere heart, it will move the heart of a living God to bring a revival to pass. If you believe that, say amen. Hosea 10 verse 13 that you have planted wickedness and you have reaped evil. You have eaten the fruit of deception because you have depended on your own strength and on your own many warriors. Paul steps in in 1 Corinthians 10, 12. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. You cannot separate a person's love for Christ and their love for the church. You can't separate it. You can't separate that faithfulness that is there. Our strength is not in our wealth, our might, or our power, but it's in the Spirit of the Lord. So I say to you with the fullest of confidence, I believe that America needs to get back to God. And I mean the only way that's going to happen is for the church to awaken to a new realization that we play a big part in that process when it happens. Number three, there is hope for the future. I believe that with everything that's within me. David writes in Psalms 33:20, we wait and hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. And in him, our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. We wait. We will do that in prayer tonight. We will take time to simply pray for our nation. We have a sheet or a list that you no doubt received when you came in. It looks like this that gives you fuel. Should you run out of praying and you have a small family of three and you run out of prayers in a hurry, we have this list that will help you. David says, we wait in hope. Please let me encourage you. As long as you have life, as long as I have life, and until the rapture of the church, there is hope for the future. 
There is hope. Why? Because God has said, I have withheld my judgment. After that rapture, three and a half years, of course, of stirring the pot with peace, but the last three and a half is the judgment of God in the wave after wave after wave. So until that takes place, we live in hope. We know that the enemy shoots darts at us every day, but we believe the Lord is our shield. One of the darts is temptation. One of the darts happens to be to cause to separate us from that commitment to Jesus Christ, to lie to us. Our hearts rejoice in him. It is the writer of the Old Testament, if my people who are called by my name will do what? Will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, do what? Turn from their wicked way, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and I will heal their land. I believe that with everything that is within me. I believe that with a strategic plan of commitment, of trusting God in that, through the power of evangelism, through the power of growing spiritually in our own lives, we can accomplish that. What does he say? Seek my face, humble ourselves, pray more than ever, turn from that wicked path, and then repent and pursue righteousness. We believe that a revival will sweep across our land like wildfire. Already in many places throughout the world, we are seeing, according to our missions division out of Springfield, we're seeing many supernatural miracles that are taking place in many foreign fields. And in other nations, America, look at America, and they are sending, get this, missionaries to America to evangelize America. How sad. What happened? It's amazing that we are the most blessed nation in the world, and yet spiritually, we often follow the European model, and if we're not careful, we will follow it and then become that simple emblem of what happened there. Big cathedral churches that are nothing more than museums and looking at all of that brick and that mortar. But may I suggest to you that does not need to take place. If the present church today will do what this word says, we will see a revival and God will minister and move in supernatural ways. He will. He'll do it. I believe the walls of the church are coming down and often the church off its ivory tower, and let me qualify that, walking into the dens and pits of broken humanity and declaring the Word of God. That is to say, we're those people who don't understand, those people that are so down, those individuals that, my friend, have no hope. May the church say, we do not just come to worship but we roll our sleeves up like first Saturday at the Dream Center this coming Saturday, and we say to our community, we not only are going to preach the Word, we're going to show the Word of God, and we're going to declare it, and we're going to do it in areas that ordinarily the average member at Victory Church would never go unless a path is made toward that ministry. It is in Luke 4.18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to release the oppressed. 
That, in a nutshell, was the vision of Jesus Christ. God, so we pray, but we understand faith without works is dead, and our prayers have to be prayers that we lean on your hope. God has given us a mandate and a message. He's given us miracle. He's blessed with money. We're a, a gracious nation, nation financially. And all we need to do is declare that God is going to bless America. So what do you say as we go to prayer in a moment? That we pull the stops out. That we pray the satanic strongholds down. And what do you say that when we've done that, we go to the next level? And we believe the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 3, 16, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, with unveiled faces, that's us, all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed in His likeness with ever-increases glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. What is he saying? That when you come to faith, that your life gets in a mode of growth and intimate relationship with Jesus, that God's glory begins to shine through you and me more and more and more. And when we say, so that people can see Jesus through you, so that people can see the love of God through you, so that in the nation in which we serve, our nation is reduced to right here in our community, right here in Lakeland, Florida, right here in this area. And the recent uh, evangelism work that we did and handing out the little tracts, we are receiving some wonderful reports as a result of that. Those are seeds that are planted. But right now, we're going to go to prayer and ask God to bless us. So I'm going to ask you to Take your sheet and anything else that you have and pray for America and let's get into the prayer time and then I will call you back with one more worship song. But can you do this? Would you be sincere about the prayer and would you let's pray for Victory Church, let's pray for our nation and the leadership. Shall we go to prayer? You can come to the altars, kneel where you are, find you a quiet place. Find you a place in the balcony, and let's go to prayer. Would you stand with us, please? How many of you, by raised hand, have a family member that's lost, doesn't know the Lord? So, Heavenly Father, what a great privilege we have to minister to those that are lost, that we're related to. And God, the blinded uh, eyes that they have that they cannot see spiritual truth. But the prayers that we have prayed for them will be answered. And the life that they will see will be a life that expresses a passion for Almighty God. And in many, many cases, they run into a tough place a tough place they cannot get around and cannot get over. And that tough place will be allowed by you so that you can reveal your love and your strength to them.
God, we're asking you for those who have been very committed to the church and great workers in the church and individuals that were close to you who today have backed away and some call it burnout. There are numerous titles, but God, here's the bottom line. When you get too busy to get into the refreshing of the Holy Spirit, it will get you every time. And that's why we must remain a deer that panteth for the water. Our soul pants for you. That these moments that we just experience are not ju- is not just a routine. But God, that it is a part of our lives. And we know that when we speak to you and then we listen to you, you will answer prayer you promised. So we know that those that are on our heart that we're related to and or a co-worker or a neighbor. God, if they're on our heart, let us throughout this evening until we slip into our sleep that we continually whisper their name in our spirit so that they may come to you and may know you. And now, Lord Jesus, for those who might be watching online or some that might be in this room who their life has drifted away from you and they're not serving you, not honoring you, you're not first. They actually have bowed to the God of this world. I pray now in Jesus' name that they'll whisper the prayer, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I've erred and I'm wrong and I need your help. And that God, you open arms to them if they're sincere in that simple prayer. You will welcome them into full relationship and restore to them not only the positive knowledge of knowing that that they're with you, but to know in their emotion they feel accepted by you, Lord Jesus. And we give you the praise. Sing with us together this song, and then we'll give the benediction. Here we go. How great is our
We'll be at the mayor's prayer breakfast in the morning. If you, in your prayer time in the morning, pray for that gathering of individuals from across our city to come together and pray for our community and our nation and our county. And that's the mayor's prayer breakfast at the uh, Civic Center, RP Funding Center. And that starts at 7.30. So whisper prayer that God's Holy Spirit will be revealed in every person there. Heavenly Father, tonight we praise you and we thank you. We rejoice in you because we believe that we're going to see results. We believe something good will happen. We believe in your name, Father, that you're going to do something that we cannot explain that will be of supernatural in nature. And I pray that you would touch those who need healing in this room tonight. I pray you would lift them up and just minister in and through them and give them a special anointing. God, I pray for that one that I spoke to today that has a problem in their brain in your name and then the other that has a massive, massive place on their chest, God. I pray that you would move that cancer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would do that. God, we speak that healing in Jesus' name and we give you praise, honor, and glory in Christ's name, amen. Put your hands together and God bless you, everybody. You're the faith of the Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. So my heart, so my heart will see how great is our God. Oh, we worship you, the name.